This is the Italian Citizenship Podcast, hosted by Marco Permunian and Rafael Di Furia. Hello and welcome back to another edition of the Italian Citizenship Podcast, presented by ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com. I am here with Marco Permunian, Italian lawyer and the head of the U.S. Office of Italian Citizenship Assistance, and I am Rafael Di Furia, and we're back again to talk a little bit more about Italian citizenship. And in this video, we're going to be talking about some of the costs associated with Italian citizenship. We'll be going into Italian citizenship by descent, Italian citizenship through marriage, and Italian citizenship through a 1948 case. So Marco, let's maybe start with a subject that we've spoken about recently in one of our podcasts, the documents, because that is a huge step in the process. What would the costs normally be for an application process? In order to be able to apply for Italian citizenship, as we all know, you need to collect a few documents or sometimes more than a few documents uh, to support your citizenship application. As we all know, the documents needed for the application process are birth certificates, death certificates, marriage certificates, divorce records, and naturalization records. And of course, you have to pay for these documents. The cost of these documents varies depending on the states where they are issued. There are states where documents are more expensive and states where documents are less expensive. Of course, all the documents need to be certified copies. So you cannot apply for citizenship with uncertified copies. And the certified copies are the documents that cost the most. The documents needed for the application process, as we explained in another video, are the birth certificates, marriage records, and death certificates from the Italian ancestor down to you. Some consulates will also require that you present documents for the non-inline relatives. And the cost of these certificates varies depending on the state. So I'd say that the average cost of a document of a vital record document could be in between just a few dollars and 30 or 40 dollars in the states where these documents are more expensive. The naturalization records of your ancestor are gonna cost 65 dollars if you order them from USCIS. If you get them from the national archives or the county or the local court, the cost may be lower. Just make sure that you order certified copies. So the overall costs of these documents that you need to apply for Italian citizenship, just the documents themselves, could be probably, depending on the case, of course, two or $300, I'd say, of course, if you are a first generation and you just need documents for your parents who emigrated from Italy, then the cost is much lower uh, than the cost of the documents needed for a person who's great-grandparents emigrated from Italy to the U.S. So those would be the costs of the documents themselves, correct? Yes. So then what would the cost be of the certifications for those documents, for example, apostilles or whatever may be needed? So as we said in other episodes, the documents themselves, as they are, are not sufficient to apply for citizenship by descent. So the documents need to be um, authenticated somehow. And this authentication, if we're talking about documents issued in the US, are the apostilles. And of course, you have to pay for those. They're not free of charge. And the cost of the apostille 
changes depending on the state. So it could cost more in other states than others. Sometimes before to be able to get the apostille, you need to have, you need to obtain an intermediate authentication and you have to pay for that too. So let's say that the cost of the certifications can vary depending on the case, depending on the state, depending on how many documents you have to get certified. And then of course, all of this needs to be translated. And what would the cost of translations normally cost? If you are applying at the Italian consulate in the US, so if you reside in the US and you're using an Italian consulate in the US, in most of the cases, your translations will not need to be certified. So you can just use any translator, or if you're fluent in Italian, you can just translate the documents yourself. And you can just go to the appointment with the consulate without any kind of certification on the translations. That's because the consulate, when you submit all the documents, will take care of certifying your translations. Of course, you have to make sure that the quality of the translations is good enough because otherwise the consulate will not certify your translations and will ask you to redo the translations. But if they're good, the consulate will take care of certifying the translations, so there is no need for you to get the translations certified, again, only if you are applying at an Italian consulate in the US. And is it like that at every consulate? That is a good question because there are some consulates actually that make exceptions. So if you are applying for Italian citizenship at the Boston consulate, because you reside within the jurisdiction of the Boston consulate, you will actually have to get your translations certified before you apply at the consulate. In other words, the consulate will want you to show up at your meeting with your translations already certified. Another consulate that acts differently is the New York City consulate. For example, the New York consulate requires people to have the translations of the divorce records certified. And probably that's because the divorce records are, you know, difficult documents to translate with a very specific language. So the consulate doesn't want to take responsibility for translating these documents and they want you to uh, take responsibility for the translations. So the translator that you use will have to certify that the translations are accurate. And that would happen how? Basically, they want you to use a translator, preferably a translator in their list, which is published in the website on the website of the consulate. And the translator will have to swear before a public notary a U.S. public notary, that the translations are accurate and faithful, and then the public notary certificate will need to be apostilled. But what about the cost of the translations themselves? The cost of the translations depends on the, of course, of, on the translator that you use. So there are some translators that are more expensive than others. But if you're using our services, the translations are included in our full executive package. Mm -hmm. So our turnkey package. Those would be the all of the preparatory costs, I guess you could call it. Uh, what does the actual fee for the processing itself cost? Of course, to apply for Italian citizenship by descent, not surprisingly, there is a processing fee, which you have to pay to the consulate 
the day of your appointment. So when you show up at the consulate, you have to bring, depending on the consulate, either a money order or you can pay in cash sometimes. And the fee is 300 euros because the fee is established by the Italian law, but you actually pay it in US dollars if you are applying at an Italian consulate in the US. And the conversion fee that the consulate charges is updated every quarter. And as we said before, if you are applying at an Italian consulate in the US, except for the Boston consulate and the New York City consulate, the translations can be just regular translations which are certified by the consulate. And that's because the fee that you paid, the 300 euros fee that you paid, includes the cost of the certification of the translations. These are all of the direct costs for the Italian citizenship process. But what about some of the indirect costs? For example, travel fees. What other kinds of indirect costs might there be? So I believe you have to take into account the cost to travel to the consulate, especially if you do not live close to the consulate. As we said in another episode, there are consulates that have jurisdiction over several states. So if you live, for example, in Colorado, you have to travel all the way to Chicago just to meet with the consulate. Or same goes for people living in Washington state. They have to go all the way to San Francisco just to be able to apply for citizenship. So travel costs can be high for some people and much lower for other people. People living in Los Angeles, maybe downtown LA, they just have to, they can walk to the consulate. Well, you, the thing is, like in LA, it's like you've got, <laughs> is it safe enough to walk? And then the traffic to get from one side of LA to right. the other. That was probably, a, that probably wasn't a good example. Not bad, though. <laughs> well, actually, my situation where I applied, I actually only lived a few blocks away from the Italian consulate. I didn't even mean to. I just, it's where I happened to end up. So in my case, where I applied... It was definitely that sort of situation. I'm sure even in, if you're living in New York or L.A. or Chicago, you could end up living, if you're lucky, in that short distance uh, to the consulate. Basically, when I got my citizenship, they called me on the phone. They didn't email me like a lot of people usually get emails, but they called me on the phone and I was excited and this and that. And basically, all I had to do was just roll out of bed and I showed up to the consulate because the, this particular consulate didn't have um, any appointments necessary. It's walk-in services only, which doesn't happen in the States or most places in general. So it's a very particular uh, set of circumstances. But one more potential associated cost that I know a lot of people are curious about is the cost of a service provider, a lawyer such as yourself, uh, a law firm, a uh, company like Italian Citizenship Assistance. What kind of prices could somebody expect? That's an interesting question, and it really depends on the case. On the company that you're using, if you're using a law firm or just a company, on the case, so if your case is difficult, if it's a simple case, if you're first generation, so it varies a lot on the case and on the quality of the services that you want to receive. But one thing is kind of an outsider, um, not directly attached to helping people with the Italian citizenship process. Uh, And all the research that I've done into various service providers and companies that help people, individuals, lawyers, and so on. I can say that for sure, though, that the cost doesn't always 
indicate the quality of the services. Um, there are definitely service providers out there that charge, from what I've heard, significantly more for their services, but the quality of the services, people have very much complained to me about those. Whereas with what ICA does, I've only ever heard good things. So along with uh, some of the costs that can be associated with your services, I've seen have been sometimes quite mid-range. But moving on to Italian citizenship by marriage, what would be the costs associated there? The documents that you need to apply for Italian citizenship through marriage are very different from the documents that you need to apply for Italian citizenship by descent. As we talked about in another episode, the documents that you need to apply for citizenship by marriage are mainly criminal background checks for the non-Italian spouse, a birth certificate for the applicant, and the Italian marriage certificate, along with the B1 linguistic certification. So let's start with the with this newly introduced requirement. So as we all know, as of December of 2018, people wanting to apply for citizenship by marriage they have to take a test. And of course, if you don't speak any Italian, you'll have to take classes in order to be able to take the test. And these, the, the cost of these classes, of course, varies depending on the school that you're using, where you are located, and a variety of factors. And then you have also to pay for the test. Regarding the cost of the actual documents needed to apply for citizenship through marriage, the, cr the cost of the criminal background checks also varies depending on the state and on how many criminal background checks you need. So if you have lived in several different US states, you will need criminal background checks from all of those states. So if you have lived in several different US states, you will need criminal background checks from all of those states and from the FBI. And the criminal background checks will need to be apostilled as well. So the, the cost of an actual criminal background check, I'd say could be between, I don't know, $10 and $40. I may be mistaken because there are so many states. And the cost of an apostille also depends on the state. So it could go from $2, I believe, to $30. And finally, you need the birth certificate of the applicant, and the cost of that could be $10 or $20 or $30, depending on the state, plus the apostille. And finally, you'll need to obtain the Italian marriage certificate, which is free of charge. So you don't have to pay for it. You just have to pay for shipping expenses if you are having it mailed to you to the US from the Italian municipality. Just one thing from my own personal experience with, um, I once had to get a criminal background check just because I was applying for something at one point. To get the FBI criminal background, there was actually a lot of different prices in there. It, even though it's all in the end coming from the FBI, there were various different prices because you could either do it directly through the FBI, but it could take a long time. Or if you do it through a channeler, then all of the different channelers have all of their different fees. Some cost more, some cost less, some are faster, some are slower. And they all do roughly the same thing in the end. It's just kind of comes down to how fast you need them. If it's one day rush delivery, or if you can kind of give them a couple weeks to do that. And then what about the processing fee for Italian citizenship by marriage? 
that was just updated by the Italian government last year in December of 2018 before it was 200 euros right now you have to pay 250 euros to apply for citizenship through marriage and that fee you pay in euros so if you live abroad you just wire the money into the uh, bank account of the Italian Ministry of Interior and so I guess another associated cost that could come along with that would be the um, international processing fee or whatever your bank's fees that might be. And I think in the States, the wire transfer may still cost about like $40 or so. Um, or if you use something like TransferWise, um, I know the fees can often be much lower. And even some banks now will say, you know, you could use our services. We're happy to help you, but it's going to be a headache and a half. You're going to have to sit here and do the paperwork. Or if you just go on to TransferWise, it takes you five seconds to do that. But of course, this is not sponsored. This is just um, something that I've been hearing. And I, I know people who use it on a, on a regular basis. And moving on to the last subject of citizenship by descent, or not citizenship by descent, but through a, a court case to then have it kind of retroactively by, be by descent, a 1948 case. What would be the associated cost there? Because for that, you need a lawyer. Yes. So you, of course, need all the documents that you would need to apply for citizenship by descent. Generally, you just use or submit the documents for the individuals in your Italian line. And these documents need to be authenticated, apostilled, translated into Italian, and then submitted to the court. The translations need to be certified. So before you present the documents in court, the translations will need to be certified. And there are several ways of certifying translations. You can get them certified by an Italian consulate in the US. So you actually pay the consulate to get the translations certified. Or you can get them certified, which is normally what we do in Italy in court. So you use any local court to certify your translations and in that case you have to put a revenue stamp every four pages so the cost for certifying the translations can be high sometimes depending of course on the amount of documents that you have to certify actually there is another way of getting the translations certified which is something that a lot of people don't know you can use a translator in the US and we kind of talked about before and the translation the translator can just bring the documents and the translations to a US public notary and swear that the translations are faithful and accurate and then you can get the notary certificate apostilled interesting so it's an, it's it's always good to know that you can have various ways of accomplishing these similar tasks, but sometimes one may be easier, one may be more difficult. For example, if you're here in Italy, getting a notary in the States to do that might be a bit difficult. Um, but then you also have some of these online services where you can just sit there on a webcam with a notary and say, I swear that I am such and such person and go on from there. Uh, which makes the whole process much easier, even even if you are in the States. Uh, but that, of course, depends on where you are. What other costs might be associated with a 1948 case? In order to file your case with a court in Rome, you have to pay the court. So there is a filing fee that you have to pay 
which is currently generally 259 euros plus a 27 euros revenue stamp so the actual cost is in the end 286 euros that you have to pay to file your case and the last cost to take into consideration is probably the cost of the attorney so the attorney fees and those vary depending on the attorney that you choose and so unless i'm mistaken that sounds like all of the costs that would be associated with all of these various ways of uh, getting italian citizenship so i think this may be a good place to wrap up for this week and thank you so much for joining us for another italian citizenship podcast presented by italiancitizenshipassistance.com and of course if you have any questions about anything that we've spoken about in this video or any other subjects to do with the acquisition of Italian citizenship or the recognition of Italian citizenship, feel free to leave that down in the comment section below and we may be able to answer that in a future video. Or if you have a question that's a little bit more private that you would like for us to be able to potentially answer in a video in the future, keeping all of your information, of course, private, feel free to send a message to Italian citizenship assistance through their web form. Anyway, thank you so much for joining us again. This is Italian attorney Marco Permunian and I am Rafael Di Furia and we will see you all in the next edition of the Italian Citizenship Podcast. See ya. Bye.